We're grateful that you're here today and thank you for coming our way. <clears throat> think about Jesus the Christ and why we're here. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died on the tree of the cross and shed his blood. He took that same blood and he bought his church and he dedicated the New Testament. In order for a person to be saved from sin, they must depend on what Jesus did on Calvary. One must hear this, and faith always comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Romans 10, 17. So one must hear and believe the gospel. Acts 15 and 7 says, When there have been much disputing, Peter rose and said, men and brethren, you know how that a good while ago that God made choice among us that the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel. And believe. Yes, sir. And believe. Amen. What do you believe? That Christ died for the sins of the world. Do you believe that? Amen. You believe he shed his blood for the sins of the world. You believe that he shed his blood and bought one church, and all men everywhere that will be saved would have to be in the church that was purchased with the blood of Jesus. And we found, find this particular church found in the New Testament. Romans 16, 16, salute you one another with a holy kiss. The churches of Christ salute you. Are you here? Are you listening? You got to hear and believe this. After you hear and believe this gospel, are you willing to repent of your sins? Amen. Acts 7 and 30, the time of this ignorance God winked at, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent. Well, what is repentance? Repentance is a change of mind. It's a change of mind about sin and unvaluable stuff and repent from it. What do you mean repent? Turn from it. Stop doing it. Anything sinful, you got to repent of it. Remember this. Jesus Christ saved, but he will not save anybody who won't repent. Listen, in the church or out, if you don't repent, Jesus can't, God can't save you. Repentance. You got to change your mind about it. Sin and stop doing it. Would you confess your faith in Jesus and be immersed in water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ for the mission of sin, Acts 2.38. And when you do that, the Bible says in Acts 2 and verse 47, praising God and having favor with all the, uh, the people, and the Lord added to the church. Daily, mm -hmm. such as you'll be saved. Everybody that's saved was added to the same church. Now what church is it? If you right. can't read about your church in Scripture, you're not saved. Amen. Good? Amen. Now he adds you to the church. Now you're saved. Now, saved from what? Saved from your past sins. Mm -hmm. What about when you get in the church and you commit a sin again? Well, you're going to have to repent of that. You don't have to be baptized again because you're baptized into Christ and the blood of Christ cleans you from your sins. But what about the sins after you obey the God? You got to repent of your sins and pray God. See that? Right. You need to listen. Now, 
What's the most important thing in this life after you obey the gospel of Christ? Is it physical stuff or spiritual? Mm -hmm. I want you to listen. You may say physical or you may say spiritual. You may say spiritual, but if you say spiritual, you're telling me that you put spiritual stuff first instead of calm stuff. Now, wait a minute. Don't tell me that you put spiritual stuff first, but you won't come to serve. Don't tell me you put spiritual stuff first, but you won't support the cause of Christ financially. No, you know, you're putting self first. Don't tell me you're putting spiritual stuff first and you won't even come to Bible class. You're not putting, no, you're putting yourself first. Now, for the next 20 minutes, Surviving in today's society. Mm-hmm. Now, now I want you to look at this in two ways. When I say survive in today's society, I'm not just talking about common stuff. You don't want to lose your faith in Jesus Christ and his cause trying to get physical stuff. I want you to get that. Many people spend most of their life trying to get physical stuff and build up physical stuff, and it's good to have it, at the expense of losing their soul. Jesus said, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Wait a minute. What are you putting first? Wait a minute. You don't have to answer out. What do you value, your soul and pleasing the Lord, or physical stuff? We got to survive in today's society. Amen. Stay with me. Uh, we appreciate, uh, brother. I don't know why he keep hearing a noise. I don't know what that noise is. I keep hearing that. Yeah, what'd you say, brother? We could. I think we can, might have to do this. We may have to. If you come to service here, you may have to put your phone out front. And you pick it up when you leave. Yeah, uh, look like that's the only way we're going to be able to stop it. Amen, amen. Amen. Like to do at the airport. You may have a pistol. Well, guess what? You can't bring it on the plane. And if you bring it on the plane, you got to put it in a safe place. It's all right to have a cell phone, but uh, sometimes you get a little out of, out of the whack. You have to talk about it all the time. Turn your phone off. Well, but anyway. I'm just talking while this lesson come up here. We don't have long here, but I want you to look at something here. Surviving in today's society. Do you know the world that we live in today, young people? It's not really the same situation that it was when I was a uh, child. Forty years ago, amen, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, y'all want to keep going? 70 years ago, things are really changed. It's really changed. And I really feel sorry for our young people, what they have to deal with today. Because everything is so open and wild. Everything is loose. And we, we need some help as Christians, especially young Christians, how to survive in today's society. Look at this here. Do you know how to live in this bad work. Do you really know how to live? Mm-hmm. 
Now, that sounds simple, but many individuals think they know how to live in this world, but they really don't. Right. They're right. making too many mistakes. All right? Now, Paul said in Philippians chapter 2 and verse number 14 and 15, Paul said, do all things without murmuring and disputing. Christians listen to that. Then he says, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye shine as lights in this world. Christians, do you know how to survive in this society? You got to shine like a light. Amen. You got to shine like, you can't be like the world. All right. Now, Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14, 40, he says, let all things be done decently and in order. Right. Now, the context is talking about tongue, but we can apply that to everyday life. Every day of your life ought to be orderly. Listen to me carefully. You want to make it in society? Everything you do, make sure it counts and it's worth something. Can I get a witness in the house? Somebody ought to say amen. Every, it's just like if you're building a house and using nails, don't keep on bending the nail. Hit the nail directly. Yes, sir. It's like playing basketball. You, you shoot. But you need to go inside of the hoop. Right, right. Two points or three points. Right. Getting close to the rim. I mean, you keep your shooting, they're going to take the ball away from you because you need to make it go in. Right. You got to make it count. Amen. In life, whatever you do in the life, make sure it counts. Amen. Good? Now, a word about the word. A word about worldliness. Paul tells the Thessalonians there about a word about the word. He talks about a word about worldliness. How they shouldn't live any kind of way. And a word about well-doing, 9 through 10. Then he talks about a word about work and a word about walk and a word about wealth. That's what we're going to talk about. Man. I don't have time in these 30 minutes to deal with all of this. And you can see that. But you, you see it now and you got a copy of the bulletin. Right. Amen. You already see the lesson. You already see it. All this time that I spent on this chart, it took a lot of hours. A lot of hours. Somebody said, Brother Shannon, how long did it take you to do that? It took me 45 years and eight hours. That's how long it took. <laughs> what you say? 45 years and eight hours. That's how long it took me to do this lesson. And I'm giving it to you in 15 minutes. Now, are you going to take it and use it? It's for, it's for our benefit. Now, watch this here now. We have added to the church, right? We added to the church. We just went over the plan of salvation. Now, watch this here. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12, 21, he says, unless when I come again, may my God will humble me among you and that I shall bewail or mourn uh, many which have sinned already and have not repented. Now, Paul is not talking to the world. 
He's talking to Christians. There was some that had sinned, and he said, I'm coming, and I hope I don't come too rough on you, but you've sinned, but you hadn't repented. Right. Well, Brother Shannon, what difference does it make? They're saved, they're in the church. Once saved, always saved. That's false. Amen. Ain't no one saved, always saved. No. Sin and repented and, and have not repented of the unclean, physical or morally, and fornication and lasciviousness, the evil desire of the flesh which they have committed. Paul said, listen here, you need to repent of that. Well, what are you saying to us, Brother Shannon? You need to repent of it. Well, Brother Shannon, you can preach that Jesus come. You can't make me repent. That's not my job. Amen. Do you think it's my job to try to make you repent? You mean to tell me I got to take all of my time out of my life trying to keep myself straight and work on you and make you repent? Oh, no. Ain't none of that. All right, now. All right, now. How are you going to talk about? Watch this. In Titus 2, 11, 12, he says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Now watch this here. The grace of God liberates us. We've been liberated in the church, in Christ, right? We're educated. Grace teaches us. Grace liberates, grace educates, and grace regulates. What do you mean regulate? You can't live any way you want to live. It regulates you, all of us. Good? Now, now Paul is going to tell us, the people in the church, how? A word about work. He said, and that ye study. What do you mean study? Really cogitate. Right. Do diligence. Study to be quiet. You, wanna, you really want to have a good life while you live in this life? Just sometimes you just have to shut up. Amen. Amen. You can't, everything ain't your business. Well, everything ain't your business. You have to shut up, shut your mouth sometimes. You, some, some members of the church Christ couldn't go to Judge Judas Court because they wouldn't know how to be quiet. You couldn't get up. You think you could get up? Just, I, I got something to say. Sit down. That's Judge Judas. I like Judge Judas. Well, all right. Uh, Started to be quiet and to do your own business. What? Don't you know if you do your own business, you don't have time to talk about other folks' business. Amen. Leave folks alone. You can't run people. Amen. Do your own business in the physical sense and the spiritual sense. And to work with, with your own mouth. Man. <laughs> work with your mouth. Man. Work with your own hands as we command you. So now he talks about word about work. Now what kind of work do you do? All kinds of work is going on in the church, and we miss, if you miss class this morning, you miss it. Yes, sir. There's a lot of work going on Jane Road here. Listen, I'm telling you, I hope, I wish we could get everybody involved. Just if I could get uh, uh, 10% or 20% of the people get, really get involved, in you'd be surprised what we can do. All right, now let's go a little further here. He talks about a word about walk. Now look at verse 12. It says, that ye may walk earnestly. You remember the church of Christ and you dishonored. Where you work, Walmart, are you just like those other people that work in Walmart who are not Christian? You know, if you, are you working McDonald's? 
You know, it's a crying shame. You can't even go order hamburger, and they don't want, they, they act like they're doing you a favor. Some of them will curse you out, you know. You know all, I'm talking about the folk that work there. And, and they'll say, well, we ought to be making $15 an hour. I said, honey, they're paying you $14 an hour too much. <laughs> paying you $15 an hour, and you talking to the customer like that? That you may walk earnestly. Are you honest? Toward them that are without. Well, who are the ones without? Those that's not in the church. We as members of the body of Christ, look here, if we're going to survive as a church and as Christians, we're going to have to be different from the world. Talk to me, somebody. Do you see that? All right. Then a word about wealth. Look at this. He says, watch this. And that ye study to be quiet, watch to see it, and you do your own business, and to work with your own hands, as we are commanding you, that ye may walk earnestly toward them that without and. What do you think all these ands are? They are conjunctions. Right. And, and. And, what do you mean, all tie in together? Right. There's a lot of stuff you have to do. And that ye may have. What will you have when you work? You may have. That ye may have lack, lack of nothing. Who ever heard of a member of the Church of Christ? Don't have something. Brother Shannon, everybody don't have it. Made. I don't, don't even go there. We live in America. You want me to tell you why most of people in our culture don't have anything? Why they can't make it in society? It is right here. Yep. Yes, sir. The devil, yep. I'm going to say this without reservation. The devil has most of black people right in here. Brother Shannon, you don't know what you're talking about. Really? What you say? Got some of us right in here, right in this, right here. Let me show you something. Anytime you go to a service station and buy a, what kind of ticket is it? Lottery. You right in there. Devil got you. And you, and you don't even know it. Because you don't see people who make in Rolls Royce and running up to the place and give me, give me two dollars on that. They don't do that. Then they give me the ticket. I want to need a little beer. And then you say, I need a little whiskey. Now see, you already messed up because you ain't following no Bible because if you follow the Bible, the Bible says in Proverbs 20 verse 1, wine is a marker. Right. Strong drinks are raging. He says, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. wise. It's going to keep you broke. Then you smoke cigarettes. Brother Shannon, what's wrong? You smoke cigarettes if you want them. That's your business. But don't come hollering, pray for me when you come to the doctor and tell you you got cancer. Right. You got lung cancer because you smoke. Don't be getting mad now. Church, would you pray for me? No, you hard at it. That's what you want. Smoke. And if you want to eat it, Eat the 
a cigarette. Amen. Don't smoke your cigarettes and eat it. Then ask me, I need 50% to buy me a sandwich. Really? Drugs. I'm not talking about illegal drugs. I'm, talk, I'm not talking about legal drugs. Illegal drugs. And a lot of us are on them. We don't even know. They go, you can buy them at the service station, by the way. They got some drugs at the service station that's addictive, and it's not government approved. And the folk buy it, and they get high. Anybody get high last night? <laughs> oh, it's a good feeling. It's get high. Oh, it's a good feeling. How you know? I've been there. I've been right there. And then you got bad debt. What's bad debt? Let me help somebody out. Teaching. Uh, no, I'm telling a little teaching. You go to school all those years, four to eight to 12 years, and when you get out, you owe all that money, and then you want the government to pardon you from paying that debt back. Wait a minute, what's going on here? Listen, I'm not very small, but I don't think I need to go to school and, and I'm going to have to pay that much money back and you'd be 20 years paying it back. You need to be educated. Listen, I'm not against anybody going to school. You need to go to school and have a good education so you can live a decent life in society. I see more kids going to school, and they said, I, I really hate I went to school now. I got a good education, but I got to pay all this money back. And who's going to pay it back? No, you need to pay it back. Not me. I don't need to pay you. Brother Shannon, what are you talking about? No, you need to listen. Because, listen, when you finish, I'm trying to talk to me to young people. I'm not talking to the old people. I'm talking to the young people. You don't need to be out, get out of school and you're 25 years old and you owe $200,000, and you can't find no job. What is this? I don't have to, listen here. I, I, I was born, but I wasn't born, born yesterday. Right. I got more sense than that. I don't want to live a whole life here, a lifetime, paying bills all my life, and then try to forsake the assembly, and don't do nothing God say do, and finally at the end you finally get it paid for, but you hadn't made no preparation for your soul's salvation. And Jesus said, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? You mean to tell me you got all of that and finally, you finally got it paid off and you made no preparation to go to heaven, then you die. And somebody get up and try to preach you to heaven. Really? Think! How to survive in today's society? Sin is what's tearing us up. Watch this. I got another one up here. I didn't want to really put it up there. I really don't even want to say it, Keith. <laughs> but they got it. I don't think I even see it. And the government, so the government, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, and you get this on record. The government doesn't care anything about you. No, you members of the Church of Christ, listen. Amen. The Republicans or Democrats don't care anything about Christians. Christians don't need to smoke no marijuana. They don't need to smoke cigarettes and do whiskey. They don't need to have children out of wedlock. Talk to me, somebody. That stuff, you ain't going to survive in society. I've got some in my family. Been to college smarter than I am academically, but they're always broke. What is going on? 
to tell me you can, can read and write and get all of this and you're broke? You're telling me I got a PhD or MAR and you don't have no money? Well, I'll tell you what you do when you need some gas, take your, your degree and put it out. So listen, I got a PhD. Fill my gas up. Fill my truck up for a little bit. Really? Come on, man. Think. Let's live. Let's be real. Christians in the body of Christ, you need to be educated on how to deal with money. Amen. This is our problem in the black community. We don't know what to do with money. Every stupid stuff come out, we buy it. And don't make none of it. Got one amen over me. You don't know how to live like that. You know, who told you you had to live poor? Who told you? Well, we, you know, we black and poor. Have to be poor, not all the money you're making. Right. I mean, we make good money now, even folks working at, at McDonald's make $15 an hour. Up oh, something wrong. Amen. God is our Father and cares. He says to us Christians, Yes, you can have it. Sometimes He says, No. And sometimes he said slow, mm -hmm. and sometimes he said you need to grow. You got all you making that money right there. What you asking God for? What you do? You need to go to school with somebody to teach you. And I think we need to do it at church. Teach young people what to do with money. Right. We need to teach them what to do with money, how to invest their money. Parents, how you ought to invest money in your children to go to school. And guess what? You don't need to wait till they get in school to set up a college fund for them. You need to do that before. That's why when you first get married before you have children, you need to sit down and plan for the future for your children. Amen. Preach, Brother Shannon. How we can survive from one generation, Joe, to the next generation. They, listen here. Your children don't have no business suffering like your mother did. Talk to me, somebody. Amen. They need to do better than you. And the next, are you but if you're just going to go to school and get to college and all that, then get hooked up in the devil's spider's web here and just mess all us up. We're so messed up, we don't know what to do. Talk to me, somebody. Amen. We let the folks in the sport arena, in the entertainment arena, just mess our families up. Are we going to survive it? I'm not mad. I'm glad I'm helping somebody out. And it's just about time for me to quit. You know what to do with your money? Why do you know what to do with your money? You know everything you see at, and let me tell you something, a lot of us would be better off if we didn't have a television or internet, because they keep us broke. Every time you turn the TV on, it's a lawyer, it's a car commercial, a food commercial, and it's all about M-O-N-E-Y. You be sitting there, look, I'm gonna go get me something. Some, some chicken. They got calling furniture. Furniture, food, cars, <laughs> hairdos, nails, deodorant, uh, basketball, football, all that. Guess what? And then they say, well, let's go in the Fritos and the chips. Everything is about money. I'm not opposed to that. All I'm saying is you need to learn how to live in this society. And that's some more I could talk about, but it's time for me to go. Time to go. I could just go down here 
Make sure that you are in the right class. If not, get in it and stay in it. Stay in your class. Wait a minute. The problem is you're out of class. What you say? Out of class. Can you imagine a guy uh, just got in high school and he barely made it out of the eighth grade. Now he's in high school and he wants to go to the 12th grade. He ain't going to make it. You're out of class. You need to talk to him to somebody. In society, do we live? You took your mother and daddy all those years, 20 years, to get a house and furniture and all this, and you get out of school and you want to have the same thing they have, there's something wrong with you. Am I helping somebody out? I hope this lesson has been beneficial to you, Amen. surviving in today's society. I think we can, and I think we ought to encourage each Christian, each black person, each person that we see how to survive in today's society. It's not easy, and a lot of us are suffering in today's society because we're making too many mistakes. Are you here today and you hadn't obeyed the gospel of Christ? Why don't you obey it? Faith, repentance, confession, baptism into Christ for the mission of sin. And if you're a member of the Church of Christ and you are in the wrong class, if you're down at the casino, you're out of class. If you're gambling, you're out of class. If you're shacking up, you're out of class. You, that stuff gonna put you behind. Why not come as together? Come on, Rico. As together, we stand in sync. <laughs>